we were talking earlier about sort of why is he doing all this? Why is he now like playing games and even trying to focus on the border, but sort of half focus on it? It's because of politics. But he's also trying to bring more people into this country. He's not putting a cap at zero. He's putting a cap at 5,000 a day. And then he also, in the middle of all this, he has such a different philosophy. He still doesn't get that we don't want to have people in this country that are not vetted. We want to be careful. We want to make sure that our kids are in school next to people who are checked for potentially diseases. We want to make sure somebody who brings somebody over is not a criminal, maybe involved in human trafficking with a child, as we brought up 85,000 people missing. And then today in the same speech, he's starting talking about well, maybe we can help them get assimilated. We can get more to expedite them quickly. You see where this is all going. He's not trying to close the border. He wants to get more in. And you can bet the day after, if he were to be elected again, that border would be a big leaky sieve all over again. And 12000 might look like a drop in the bucket per day. So here he is today, also in the middle of it all, still talking about work permits. It's like, no, 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 seal the border. He's trying to get more in and get them more comfortable in the United States. Listen to this. Bipartisan bill also expedite work permits so those who are here and who qualify can begin work more quickly. That's something that our governors, our mayors, and our business leaders have been asking me for and asking them for. All across the country, they've been asking for this. Yeah, they're all begging for it. No, they're begging to close the border, not to bring more in and have them assimilate even more and have no idea who they are. This to me is it's just a preposterous notion as we are hearing the effort that he spent. And so today, during his speech, President Biden went on and on and on about everything to do with the border and why he thinks his bill is the greatest and why this needs to pass. And shame on MAGA, shame on Trump. He actually brought up Trump and MAGA in the first sentence, uh, left and right. It was Trump, MAGA, Trump, MAGA, Mr. Uniter in Chief, uh, President Biden, really. And then he glosses over, as I mentioned, part of the bill was money for Israel. They're in dire straits. Ukraine also could use funds, too. They could have used the F-15s that you had promised them over a year ago. They could have used a lot of weaponry that you didn't want to give them for the longest time and you still haven't given them to this day. But you just want to keep throwing money there, but you won't even give them the weaponry to win. So that's a whole other issue. But he spends all this time on the border, spends all this time on Ukraine, and then Israel, who's our greatest ally, gets a blip. Listen to this. This bipartisan agreement also provides Israel with what it needs to protect its people and defend itself against Hamas terrorists. And it will provide the necessary life-saving humanitarian assistance for the Palestinian people. By opposing this bill, they're denying aid to the people who are really suffering and desperately need help. I'm sorry. Yeah, obviously there are people in the Palestinian territories that certainly are in dire need. But I also think Israel's in dire need, too, because they're fighting for their survival. Did you hear that? He gave like two seconds reference to Israel. That's all he said today about Israel. So then afterwards, he said he's not taking any questions. And then he was asked a question. And this, to me, was a stunning moment. Listen to this. He meanders. He can't find the word Hamas, 
He probably can't remember it because, remember, he couldn't figure out Mitterrand, who died in 1996, as opposed to Macron, you know, the president. He was, like, confusing them all, right, left and right. But separate than all that, then when he finally gets the word out, Hamas, he goes, the opposition. I'm sorry. I don't consider Hamas the opposition. I consider them terrorists that need to be wiped off the face of the earth. Listen to this. This is really stunning on so many levels. Here he is answering a question, and boy, does he sound like a lost puppy. So I'm not going to be answering any questions of this. I'll be back Thursday to stand here with you and answer all the questions you want about this issue. Thank you. This indirectly has a lot to do with the hostage deal and what's going on in the Middle East. The decision on what we do relative to Israel, the decision what we do in terms of American funding, of whether we're going to engage with the situation in Ukraine. It all goes to the question of American power. It all goes to, was America keep its word? Does America move forward? There is some movement, and I don't want to, I don't want to, I'll maybe choose my words. There's some movement. There's been a response from the, uh, the, the there's been a response from the opposition. But um, it, it, yes, I'm sorry, from Hamas. But it seems to be. Uh, a little over the top. We're not sure where it is. There's a continuing negotiation right now. Now, is there anybody across the world who listens to what we just heard and says that man is in control and boy, is he in authority? And to call Hamas the opposition like they're a voting block. I mean, these guys were ruthless thugs, what they did to Israel. And he's like, well, the, the, uh, 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 oh yeah, the opposition. That to me was pathetic.